News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Dumping is a major scourge in urban as well as in rural areas. So I had brought forward legislation. Uh, it was ultimately folded into the Circular Economy Act. We did expect on foot of that the Local Government Management Association, the LGMA, to bring codes out for local authorities to be able to use CCTV uh, and drones and other technologies in line with data protection. I'm certainly hoping that early in the new year, uh, those codes will be available to local authorities so that they can roll out CCTV drones and other technologies to be able to catch those environmental criminals. Uh, Colin O'Byrne from Voice Ireland, uh, the campaigning group is with us now. Colin, good morning to you. Good morning, Jensen. How's it going? I'm I'm well. Do you think these new proposals will help in any way stop the scourge of illegal dumping? They should. They should. Uh, I think a lot of people um, are operating with total impunity at the moment, knowing that really there's very little, unless they're caught you know, in the act, there's very little that's going to stop them. Um, and I would agree with the Senator's comments about it being a scourge. And it is effectively, if you'll pardon the imagery, two fingers to the state because they, they just feel that they can dump wherever they want, however they want, and uh, and good luck to the consequences. They're away scot-free. So anything that can really help try and put a stop to it, uh, we would welcome, yeah. The problem, though, as you say, you have to catch someone in the act. And as someone who lives in a rural part of, of the country, it is so disheartening to drive around the corner to, uh, at best, see bin bags left on the side of the road. Mm. At worst, just seeing piles of clothes and rubbish and the odd uh, a bit of electrical equipment lying on the side of the road. I mean, we, we don't have enough litter wardens to have them standing on every corner. So how do we realistically tackle this? Well... <laughs> Actually, I was just writing some notes earlier on and disheartening was one of the words I put down there thinking about, you know, volunteers like individuals or community groups or tidy towns who put in so much time and, and emotional effort to keep their communities looking well. And then they come across, as you said, just these, these horrible scenes of rubbish everywhere. So what do we do to do better? Well, the, the litter wardens you mentioned, a lot of them, I've spoken to a few of them around the country and they know where the dumping goes on. They have a fair idea who is doing it. But... They might, I mean, there's there's elements of fear. I mean, these are criminals oftentimes doing this, committing criminal acts, and they don't really feel that they have the power or the the necessary backup to go and effect some kind of intervention without, you know, inviting harm to the to themselves. So that's an issue. Um, another issue, I suppose, is you mentioned clothes. Uh, we uh, we go through some amount of clothes in this country, and more and more thanks to I suppose things like you know fast fashion and all these kind of issues. So we're using much more uh, materials than we have done. Now, an awful lot of that is down to the producers who create massive amounts of packaging. I think the packaging that we have to deal with in Ireland is up 20% in the last five years. So there's an onus there to try and put pressure on producers to not create as much packaging for us to deal with because it's all well and good for them to create it, then it lands on us and we have to deal with, we have to deal with the cost. Uh, and off. What? Sorry, we, we have enough. We have enough clothes banks around the country. If you want to donate your clothes to a charity, yeah. you can do that. But one thing that might make a difference in the new year, Colin, is these new uh, recycling machines that people will see being installed in supermarkets around the country, mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. will be a tax levelled on cans and bottles that you don't get the money back 
until you mm-hmm. deposit it in the machine and then you get a voucher and you can buy your next drink with that or whatever. Do you think that's going to make an impact? I mean, the the right thinking individual will do that, but the fella, the mm-hmm. gouger who leaves it on the side of the road, he probably won't care about the five or ten cent he's losing. The gouger won't. Um, and in fact, this, the, the deposit return scheme that you're mentioning, which is starting on February 1st of next year, is something that Voice have been campaigning about for a long time now. We think it's an excellent uh, an excellent addition to the, the armory, if you like, of waste management in this country. Uh, other countries have put it in over the years in across Europe. There's 10 or 12 functioning deposit return schemes, and they make a massive difference. Basically, we have to get up to 90% collection of plastic bottles by the end of the decade. And the only mechanism, really, uh, research shows to do that effectively is the deposit return scheme. And I would uh, caution against the use of uh, using the word tax on it because you're not down money once you bring your your bottle or can once back you to bring any the shop. Back. No, exactly. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're quids in because you get it and you get a voucher. I mean, they did this and, with Lucasade in bottles in the 1980s and then we stopped mm-hmm. too. Exactly. And we did with glass bottles. Uh, my own granddad in Ranla in the, you know, in the 40s were taking back glass bottles in their shop, not because uh, of any environmental concerns, more because it was a common sense approach to keeping good materials in the loop and reusing them. And that's one of the things Voice would be trying to promote as well, in addition to the deposit return scheme. How do we create systems where it's easy for people to get containers and bring them back for reuse, rather than throw yeah. them out, use them once, throw them out, reusing okay. things over and over. We used to do it, and you know, it's not beyond us to come up with a good, easy-to-use system again. That is the carrot, but very briefly, the stick. Um, should mm-hmm. there be harsher sentences for repeat offenders if we catch them? Now, uh, it's not for voice to uh, to comment on <laughs> on issues of sentencing, but I mean, if you want if you want serious legislative teeth, then you know you have to you have to back it up in that sense. Regard fines, repeat offenders, sentencing, because this is a crime against people, against the countryside, against nature, and it should be taken very very seriously. Yeah. Okay, Colin O'Byrne from Voice Ireland, thank you very much for joining us. There is nothing more disheartening and we're talking about things that keep you happy about Ireland um, and as much as we worry about people who take part in stupid protests that they shouldn't be involved in the amount of people who dump on the side of the road thinking it's somehow not a crime against the community it drives me insane. It probably does the same for you. But uh, how do we stop it? Let us know. 53106 for your text messages. 87 106 for your WhatsApps. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.